God morning listeners, welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. We're ready. It's a daily podcast and I'm dedicating today's podcast to my golly mama. She is listening and I tell you, anyone who still has their mother, just recognize what a blessing that is. I have a good mom and I thank God for you, mom. I know I give you a hard time, but you know, I love you. Let us pray in the name of the father, the son, the Holy spirit. Amen. And this is her favorite prayer. Heavenly father, I call on you right now in a special way. It is through your power that I was created every breath I take, every morning I wake, and every moment of every hour, I live under your power. Father, I ask you now to touch me with that same power. For if you created me from nothing, (coughs) you can certainly recreate me. Fill me with the healing power of your spirit. Cast out anything that should not be in me. Mend what is broken. Root out any unproductive cells. Open any blocked arteries or veins and rebuild any damaged areas. Remove all inflammation and cleanse any infection. Let the warmth of your healing love pass through my body to make new any unhealthy areas so that my body will function the way you created it to function. And Father, restore me to full health in mind, body, and spirit so that I may serve you the rest of my life. And I ask this, Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen and glory, glory, glory to God. Okay, let us pray from prayers to start your day. Pray with me, dear Lord. Wherever I find myself, let me celebrate more and worry less. When my faith begins to waver, help me to trust you more. Then, with praise on my lips and the love of your Son in my heart, let me live courageously, faithfully, prayerfully, and thankfully this day and every day. Amen. Dear Lord, your love is eternal and your laws are everlasting. Today, I invite you to reign over every corner of my heart. I will have faith in you, Father. I will sense your presence. I will accept your love. I will trust your will. And I will praise you for the Savior of my life, your Son, Jesus. Amen. Lord, Make me a person of wisdom and discernment. I seek wisdom, Lord, not as the world gives, but as you give. Lead me in your ways and teach me with your word so that in time 
my wisdom might glorify your kingdom and your son. Amen. Dear Lord, today is a new day. Help me finish the important tasks first, even if those tasks are unpleasant. Don't let me put off until tomorrow what I should do today. Amen. Lord, your holy word contains promises, and I will trust them. I will use the Bible as my guide, and I will trust you, Lord, to speak to me through your Holy Spirit and through your holy word this day and forever. Amen. 1 John chapter 4, verse 11. Dear friends, if God loved us in this way, we also must love one another. Pray with me. Dear God, you are love. You love me, Father, and I love you. And as I love you more, Lord, I am able to love my family and friends more. I will be your loving servant, Heavenly Father, today and throughout eternity. Amen. Dear God, sometimes this world can be a puzzling place filled with uncertainty and doubt. And when I'm unsure of my next step, keep me mindful that you are always near and that you can overcome any challenge. Give me faith, Lord, so that I can live courageously and faithfully today and every day. Amen. Dear Lord, whenever the day is difficult, give me perspective and faith. When I am weak, give me strength. Let me trust in your promises, Father, and let me live with the assurance that you are not only with me today, but also throughout all eternity. Romans chapter 5, verse 3. We also have joy with our troubles because we know that these troubles produce patience and patience produces character, and character produces hope. Listeners, let God guide you during any difficult days. Stay right there. We'll be right back. We're going to read from the Charles F. Stanley Bible. Okay, the Bible is going to tell us today what it means to sit before the Lord. 2 Samuel chapter 7 supports it. Perhaps the greatest key to spiritual growth is spending time alone with the Lord. And this means taking the time to speak with God about whatever is on your heart. And even more importantly, allowing him to speak to you. God called King David a man after his own heart. And to win that kind of reputation, 
David first needed to know the mind and heart of God so that he might be and do what the Lord desired of him. David sought to know God, so he frequently inquired of the Lord, and he spent time in the Lord's presence singing to the Lord from the depths of his heart. In 2 Samuel chapter 7, we read, Then King David went in and sat before the Lord and said, Who am I, O Lord God? And what is my house that you have brought me this far? What did it mean for David to sit before the Lord? It means that he spent time alone in the presence of God, communicating with the Lord from the depths of his heart, asking him questions and listening quietly for the Lord's answers. Raising my hand, that's what I do. Jesus frequently sought time apart with his heavenly father. Time with the father provided him with a source of comfort and strength. Jesus also sought time alone with his disciples so that he might teach them and they might find spiritual refreshment. We are wise listeners if we choose to spend time alone with God in a place without distractions or interruptions and for a period sufficient for us to relax completely and focus our attention fully upon the Lord and his word. We must be willing to wait in the Lord's presence until we receive God's directives or his words of comfort. And they do come, listeners, they do. Why don't many of us desire to spend time alone with God? Well, probably the foremost reason is that we don't feel sure of our relationship with God. And therefore, we might feel afraid of God. But those who are born again spiritually have a father-child relationship with the Lord. And our Heavenly Father loves us unconditionally and deals with us tenderly and patiently. The more we learn, listeners, what he is really like, the more we see him as he truly is. And the more we will long to spend time alone with him. And then the more we will know the fullness of his grace. Amen. Our intimacy with God, our highest priority, his highest priority for our lives determines the impact of our lives. And prayer is life's greatest time saver. Amen. Okay, this is a season of fasting and we are going to fast. Lent is more than a time of fasting. It is also a joyous season of feasting. 
Lent is a time to fast from certain things and then we're going to later feast on them. So for today and going forward for this Lenten season, let us fast from judging others. Let us fast from the emphasis on indifferences. Let us fast from apparent darkness. Let us fast from thoughts of illness. Fast from words that pollute. Fast from discontent. Fast from anger, pessimism, worry, complaining. Fast from negatives. Fast from unrelenting pressures. We're going to fast from hostility, bitterness, self-concern. We're going to pass fast from personal anxiety, from discouragement. Fast from facts that depress. Fast from lethargy. We're going to fast from suspicion. Fast from any thoughts that weaken. Fast from shadows of sorrow. Fast from idle gossip. And we're going to also fast from problems that overwhelm. We're going to give them to Jesus. So Lord, give us life and we will live with the Lord forever. So that is our Lenten fast. Stay with us. We'll be right back. There's more. Where do you hear what God has to say? Here's what God has to say. I hope you're ready. I know that sometimes you need an assurance of some kind that everything is going to be okay. I know your soul longs to know that you'll make it through and that I am with you always working in and through your circumstances to make you a conqueror. Although you must endure trials, I always promise triumph. It is through the difficulties of life, the moments that cast you into a pit of despair, that I will take you to new heights in your faith. The challenges of life are the training grounds that I use to develop your character, preparing you for anything. I want you to focus on me, rising above your circumstances. I want you to have the joy and confidence through my promises, knowing beyond all doubt that I have assured you of victory over all your obstacles. Despite all that you must go through, 
know that I waste nothing. Your pain will be for gain and every sorrow will be replaced with joy. Trust in me because of my heart. Amen. Listeners, with God we are more than a conqueror. Romans chapter 8 verse 37. In all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Thank you, Cherie. That's from the book, He Whispers Your Name. And now, from Pray More, Luke chapter 2, verse 10 says, The angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be for all people. The shepherds watching their flock that night thought their evening would be like any other, lying in the grass, gazing up at the sky. The stars must have been bright in the darkness. Only the occasional bleating of sheep disturbed the quiet in the field. Then the angel appeared and the glory of the Lord lit up the pasture. Good news means change, listeners. Jesus' birth radically transformed how people would relate to God. The religious leaders of that day were comfortable in their ritualistic traditions. They rejected this strange good news. After Jesus' death and resurrection, Luke recorded the uprising in Ephesus. Paul's good news changed hearts, and Demetrius, who produced silver shrines to the Greek goddess Artemis, lost a large amount of his business. Who is your Demetrius, contented in traditions and rejecting your good news. Get rid of them. Oh Lord our God, give us the courage to continue sharing the good tidings of great joy offered 2,000 years ago. Amen. Let us pray. Let us pray. Glory to God. You know, the Bible contains many examples of weak people through whom God chose to accomplish great things for his glory, including his disciples. They were ordinary men who possessed weaknesses just like you and me. This is from Trusting God Day by Day. The gospel clearly implies that Peter was a rugged and volatile fisherman who displayed impatience, anger, and rage. In one crucial moment, he was so fearful that he would be discovered to be a disciple of Jesus that he succumbed to a cowardly act 
and he denied that he even knew Jesus. Andrew may have seemed too soft-hearted to be a leader, and Thomas was a man riddled with doubt, afraid to place his trust in his leader. And then there was Matthew. The religious leaders of the day were outraged that Jesus would even consider socializing with this lowly tax collector. Imagine their horror when Jesus dined with Matthew and invited him to become one of his followers and close associates. Probably the only man the religious leaders would have considered worthy of any admiration, believe it or not, was Judas. To the world's eye, Judas had business strengths, personality qualities, all that spelled success. But his greatest natural strength became his greatest weakness. And that is what brought destruction into his life. Isn't it interesting that those whom the world recommended, Jesus rejected. And those whom the world rejected, Jesus said in essence, give them to me. I don't care how many faults they have. If they will trust me, I can do great and mighty things through them. Amen. Now that's a shot in the arm. Thank you, Jesus. Just know, listeners, that God sees our weaknesses and he sees them as his opportunity. Because when we lean on him in weakness, he shows his strength through us. So trust him to do great and mighty things through your weakness. How about that? Amen. We'll be back in a moment. My In Touch magazine is hiding from me. But that's okay. We'll have it tomorrow. From One Minute Inspirations, I want you to gaze up to heaven, clasp your hands together, and pray with me. Father, in my busy days, I forget to let people know how much I love them. Thank you for bringing them into my life. Bless them and watch over them. Amen. Father, I love that I can come to you in praise and get my questions answered. It amazes me that you care about the big and little things that happen in my life. I know you love me. Help me get over any awkwardness that I feel about approaching you. Amen. Jesus, 
I yearn to experience your love. In my sin-filled heart, I don't even come close to being as you are. Thank you for coming to earth and paying the price for my sins so that I can know you personally. I accept your free gift of salvation. So help me grow in you every day. Amen. Jesus, surely you set up divine appointments every day so that I can be used by you to meet a need in another. Help me to watch and listen for those opportunities to say a kind word or to do a charitable deed. May others see your goodness in my outstretched hands. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. When I wake up in the morning, at the beginning of each day, I look up to heaven and listeners, here's what I say. Thank you, dear God, for my eyes that can see for my legs that can move, for the care you take of me, for my brain to enlighten me from heaven above, for my heart that can beat and is so full of love. All these are gifts that my God gives to me and I'll always be grateful throughout eternity. And remember, listeners, God has his best blessings waiting for us. If only we will walk in his way, follow his timing, wait upon him, trust him, and move when he says move. Amen. Have a great day, listeners. We just got these blessings started. Open up your hands to receive them. And remember that God blesses us so that we can be a blessing to another. Believe it, live it, and I'll see you tomorrow. Bye for now.